All right. So we had the uh, conference championship games. And uh, won my picks. Benjamin won one pick this week, which was enough for him to win. He has won four to two in the playoff pick, so I had to buy him a bottle of Pendleton on top of the case of Bush Light that he purchased. Which ultimately means I'm better at uh, football analytics, I guess. You so. beat me by two picks in the regular season, and the postseason isn't over yet. You may still lose. You may still only beat me by one pick, so I mean. A W is still a W. A W is still a W, as the Buccaneers prove against the Packers. They gave the Packers unlimited chances to come back and win this game. Yeah, as and, the former Buccaneer himself, Jameis Winston, once said, I'm out here eating Ws. Out here eating Ws. And like the former Jameis Winston, Tom Brady had equal touchdowns to interception ratio. He had 280 uh, yards, three touchdowns, three picks. Get out of town. 40 and 11 in the regular season and two of those picks were in his fault in this game they bounced he, right out of the receiver's hands yeah he took the risk though calculated he also had a couple passes that probably should have been picks that he was trying to force to Evans hey, so to each his every own every quarterback does you know, to, e- so. to each his own uh, Aaron Rodgers, 346 yards, three touchdowns and a pick not enough to win the game the Packers dominant rush offenses just didn't show up the, uh, Aaron Jones got hurt in the second quarter, too. Yeah, but you still have Jamal Williams and A.J. Dillon, who carried yeah, a good know, load during the but, beginning of the season. But Aaron Jones is still, like, a top-four back. Oh, yeah, Aaron Jones is still Aaron Jones. Yeah. But and By the way, that was probably his last game as a Packer. Apparently, he turned down an offer. The Packers offered to pay him, like, a top-five running back. Who wants to be number said, one? He said, no deal, Howie. <laughs> no deal, Howie. And stick it up for five years. That's what I would do. Get shit ton yeah. of money, then get cut and go over to the uh, Chiefs. Oh yeah, that seems like the very reasonable way to do it. Look seems at like the Bell. winning formula. Yeah, um, except Tom Brady's <laughs> on his way. <laughs> uh, Leonard Fournette had a good game: twelve carries, fifty-five yards, and a touchdown with a long of twenty. Uh, Ronald Jones didn't have that great of a game, so I would think leading forward to the Super Bowl, they're going to feed the hot hand of Fournette and use him as the number one back. I'm pretty sure he was the number yeah. one back for this game, is what uh, he, Arians was saying. He's been kind of the lead back throughout the playoffs, but they still split those guys. Probably, I'd say, on a 60-40 basis. Oh, yeah. Whoever is really the lead lead back kind of varies, but just depends, depends on, on who's how the hot went or whatever. Yeah, and who's... The week and the game plan coming in there because some of these defenses just for net can't get something going so jones gets something going and vice versa so yeah. I, I don't know they're both about the same if you ask me except jones is younger for uh, receiving chris godwin had five catches for 110 yards evans had 51 yards and a touchdown and then scotty miller and cameron Brait also had a touchdown for the packers you had uh, mvs marquez valdez scantling four catches 115 yards and a touchdown with a 50 uh, long Devonte adams he caught nine of his 15 targets for 67 yards and a touchdown and tanyan got a touchdown also he kind of cooled it's down as the season went on you walked right by the best play throughout the entire postseason that happened in this game. Which one? It solidified the win for Tampa early. Um, and the end of the second half, Tom Brady launched like a 60-yard pass to Scotty Miller for a touchdown. Well, it can't be 60 because Scotty Miller only has 36 yards and okay. he has a 39 long. Maybe I exaggerated a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. It was it was still one hell of a pass. It was a pretty long pass. So 
Yeah, it was a. Uh, honestly, the Packers should have won this game with the amount of opportunities that offense had. Rodgers, he blew it on it a came. third down. He should have ran it, tried forcing it in. It came all the way down to you know Matt Lafleur decided, hey. Let's take a field goal and give Brady the ball back. Hey, I have the MVP left. of the league. I have the best receiver in the league. Let's kick a field goal. And let's give this guy it. who's won 31 postseason games the ball back with two minutes left, who's notorious for being able to close a game out. Yeah, this makes sense. Yeah, it was <laughs> so smart. Yeah, Tyler Johnson with a uh, debatable pass interference call at the end, but at the end of the day, got called. It was a flag. They were they weren't calling it all game, but it was flagrant. It was right in front of the ref. The ref kind of had to call it. You know, every time we have a like critical game like this, there's a point in time where it comes down to a call like that. People get outraged, but like they never think about the they, rest of the game that happened. Yeah, I, I mean, like they're the Packers had three opportunities to get the ball in there. They just didn't get the job done. Yeah, it was oh, the Packers lost the game is what happened, and the Bucks held on to their win. That's all that really happened. The Bucks didn't do anything crazy to win the game, and the Packers did a lot of crazy shit to lose the game. So, yeah, well, I saw a TikTok that went viral on Twitter today that. uh Aaron Rodgers was in the back of the left tackle, David Bakhtiari's truck, and he held up a case of beer. And I was all like, man, this is definitely somebody in the Midwest. This is definitely Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, it's riding in the backseat through Green Bay. Not the backseat, but the, the back of the truck in the bed. You think if Rodgers leaves back to Ari, he's like, hey, I want to go with him? Uh, Honestly, like... So they talked about this on Pat McAfee's show the other day because he was on the Colts when they cut Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about how they literally cleaned house. Like, I mean, like, just about every facet of that offense was gone. And I, part of me thinks Rodgers isn't going anywhere, but I think there's some strings being pulled at the front office from what I've read. So you think if Rodgers where... goes, they explode the entire offense? They get rid of some pieces because I think the GM. So basically, like from what I've read, the players and the coaches all want Rodgers back because, like, they still have a Super Bowl caliber team to compete for probably two more years, right? Yep. But the GM's got to be like, "Hey, we just tr- like traded up last year to get Jordan Love. We need to give this guy a shot, whether he's good or not." And I, I think it's a lot of just an ego game, just from what I've read where Jordan Love might get an opportunity, but there's no way he's going to be able to fill the shoes right out of the gate if they do that. So it would be kind Maybe. of like funny as if uh, so Jones leaves because he wants big boy money, right? Yeah. Doesn't get picked up by anybody. Doesn't get signed right away. They trade away Rodgers, and Adams is like, I want to get out of here now too. So Adams leaves, and then Jones goes to either one of those two. And then the well, Packers like, don't have their number one quarterback, running back, or receiver anymore. It wouldn't make any sense, though, for them to move on from these players. Like, no, yeah, Rogers. I know. It, it would have, it'd have to be like a Deshaun Watson type, I don't want to play here. Yeah, well, it'd be a big ripple effect. And the thing is, like, they got two more years of a Super Bowl contending window. So you might as well take up that time because who knows when you're going to get it back. Yep, and I see here that uh, the defensive coordinator isn't going to be returning in 2021 for the Packers. Yeah, I think that was kind of an underrated part of the whole team. Because yeah, they, were, they were number nine 
it says here they it, were ninth in total defense, though. So. Yeah, well, their defense is notoriously not that good. But this year, I mean, their defense was better than what the average backer defense is, I guess. So, I mean, they had some gaps, obviously, on both sides of the ball, which they need to address. But, I mean, it, they need to bring, they need to run it back. I mean, they've, they've had two MC title appearances in two years. So they need to keep going. It's, you know what, though? It's the Packers in the playoffs, and it's always the same result. Yeah, I I don't know how to feel about it. I'm not a Packers fan, obviously, but Fuck I do like Packers. Aaron Rodgers. Fuck the Packers. It's, it's just one of those things where, like, when are they going to get over the hump and actually get back to the Super Bowl? Because they have, like, arguably one of the best quarterbacks to touch the turf ever at the helm. Oh, yeah, and... like, skill-wise, they're very hard, like, to match him up with anybody. That's what I'm saying, and this guy's only been to one Super Bowl. So, like, and they totally just mess it up. I like A.J. Dillon. I think he's their running back of the future, especially if they lose Jones. But they drafted Jordan Love in the first round, and then they got A.J. Dillon in the second when two of their best positions were quarterback and running back. And they're trying to contend for a Super Bowl, so like it's kind of a catch-22 of why they didn't get there, if you ask me. Yeah, they could have waited another year to do that. They could have got a good receiver or two. Yeah, well, well, there were the receivers in last year's draft was pretty deep. This year's somewhat deep. I mean, if they were able to snag even like uh, who was it, Jalen Waddle out of Alabama? Oh yeah, the number two he, guy or whatever. Yeah, he'd be a good pickup. I think he's going to fall deep enough uh, into the first round where he's probably mid twenties. So they might have to move up a little bit, but I think he'd be a good addition. And where's then, like, uh, where's Pettis supposed to fall? Pettis, I'm not sure. Yeah, the, uh, uh, the tight end out of Florida. Oh, Pitts? Pitts, sorry, not Pettis, sorry, Pitts, yeah. There's some mock drafts that I've seen where he's, like, number five. Uh, he's good enough. Yeah, I mean, like, people, like, I think this might be one of the highest tight end prospects we've seen in 20 years. Yeah, because... right here it shows uh, that he could go eighth for the Panthers, which would make sense. Oh, the Panthers. I didn't watch... I didn't watch a lot of his games, but, like, does he have speed that's pretty comparable to, like, yeah. Darren Waller? No, no, he's very, very good. He's basically a receiver at the size of a tight end. So and, Darren Waller or Evan Ingram. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the thing is, so last year, he wasn't eligible for the best tight end in the nation, whatever the hell that award is. I don't know what it's called. He wasn't mm-hmm. eligible for it because they said he didn't block enough. And he went. He ran too many routes and lined up at receiver too much. And he was the best receiver on that Florida Gators team. So then yeah. this year he's like, well, I guess I'm blocking more. And he dominated defensive ends blocking too. So like this, he can catch and block. He's very good all around tight end. Well, the other thing you got to consider here is that there's a uh, there's a lot of different like ripple effects that probably we felt from different trades that might go down. Because like. Stafford's probably going to get traded. Watson's kind of, I don't know. Like I, I think Watson gets traded too. Is just kind of if where he goes or whatever. Where he goes, he officially requested a trade this week. Yeah, so, so I saw that that he like it was official. Like he requested it weeks ago, but it just became official now. But it was saying yeah. that he requested it a couple weeks ago. Well, like so, these two are definitely on the trade market. Now you got to think. Well, the Falcons are at number four. Do they go to quarterback and get rid of Ryan? Like, what do they do? Well, here on the CBS Sports, the mock draft has the uh, Falcons trading with the uh, Jets to get the number two pick to secure Zach Wilson. 
And then you, I think the uh, Lions like, trading with the Dolphins to get Justin Fields at number three. So I think Zach Wilson's a really safe pick. I mean, like Trevor Lawrence is obviously the go-to, but he's going to Jacksonville. I yeah, think Zach Wilson's number, number two. So Fields fell down a bit. Like he's not. According I wouldn't be to this mock draft from out yesterday, they they want him number three with the Lions, but they're saying the Lions are trading up to get there. Otherwise, yeah, he'd get seventh or whatever, just depending on, you know. Quarterbacks always get traded to go up, though. Then they have Trey Lance going to the 49ers at 12. They don't have the Patriots picking a quarterback at 15. By the way, if the 49ers move on from Garoppolo, which it looks like they are, and they go ahead and draft Trey Lance, that's a, that's a downgrade because they have a Super Bowl-ready team right now. Yeah, so an experienced quarterback's kind of a risk. Yeah, so I mean, the only way that they should move on from Garoppolo, in my my opinion, would be if they get like a Matt Stafford. Like, Sean Watson would put them really over the top, but I don't know if that'll happen. So I don't know if I agree with this mock draft, because inside of it, both uh, Kyle Trask and Mac Jones aren't going in the first round. I've read things that Mac Jones might go to the Patriots, and as a Patriots fan, I'm a little pissed about that because I think Trask's better. Well, here it says that they're going to get Jalen Waddle out of Alabama. Wouldn't be mad about that. No, it would be a good pick. Don't get me wrong, but they definitely need a quarterback. Well, they need a quarterback, and Kyle Trask, I think, is the guy. Like, I think he's going to be the guy that comes out of this draft class when we look back in two, three years, and he's the one who's really performing well. Well, is that a... Is that Texas quarterback, uh, Ellinger? Is he going He's to the next draft? Year. He's next year, okay. So I was going to say, yeah. if he doesn't go, f- like, when he gets drafted, if he doesn't go first round, I could see him fall into, like, a second, third round, maybe even fourth, yeah. you know? But then he end up winning the position just due to that guy's heart because he plays hard, and he gives everything yeah. every time he plays. Or maybe he is this year. I'm thinking of the guy out of North Carolina, Sam Howell. Mm. Uh, yeah, Howell's really I- good. I think Trevor Lawrence obviously is going to have good success, especially Jacksonville, like, does some of the right things in the offseason. I mean, Urban Meyer is kind of questionable. Like, he's really good at the college level, but adapting, I just don't know if he's going to be like, hey, I'm going to give it all I got for two years, and if this experiment doesn't work, I'm deucing out of here. Because if so, like, that's kind of tough on Trevor Lawrence's transition. Mm-hmm. But Kyle Trask, if he were to fall – far enough to where like a Pittsburgh Steelers or a team like that could grab him or I want the Patriots to but if he fell to the Steelers I think that'd be a match that would work out really well oh yeah for sure um it looks like Sam Ellinger is going into the draft this year he could add another year of eligibility but he decided to forego it and go to the league well, he'll probably be a mid-round guy, wouldn't you oh, say? Yeah, I would think he'd be a mid-round guy, and I could see him being like a mid-round guy that steals a spot from like a uh, veteran quarterback. I don't know yeah. what, which team that would be for, but well, you know, the Bucks Wilson could back in the Bucks could get him. Well, yeah, but Russell Wilson was also out. he was also crazy good and just didn't get drafted because of his height. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying. Well, the Buccaneers got to do something here too because Brady at most has two more seasons in him if he wants to truly play till he's 45. So like, they got to go all out. They got to build these screwball contending teams with him there because that's the reason he's there. Right? Yeah. But they got to somewhat prepare for like 
of future. Pulse Brady, yeah. Also, not there. He, he could like, definitely get hit really hard one of these games and just not get back up, so... That could be, too. I, I don't know. Well, part of me questions, because I've watched Tom Brady pretty much all of my childhood just go out there and win six Super Bowls. So I, I kind of wonder if he wins number seven this year uh, next weekend. If he just calls it. See, the thing is, is that the Chiefs are very good. I know, but I'm just saying the Bucks are pretty good too. Their defense has gotten a lot better week after week too. See, here's the uh, thing though i I can't see Tom Brady going out on top. I can only see him going out on his back, where he loses no. a game and says, "I can't do it anymore." Where I can't see him saying, "Oh, I won a Super Bowl. I'm done." I can only see him saying, kind of like that cornerback for the. Uh, the Dolphins, I think, that retired like at halftime, where he's like, I can't do it anymore. I don't have the ability to well, play at as high of a level as I want to. Yeah, well, Brady, I don't know, because like, if he wins it, it's like, I don't know if he runs it back again and tries to go for number eight, which is just stupid crazy, but it's a big what if, because if they beat the Chiefs, that's a pretty big deal. Oh, yeah, if they beat the Chiefs, that's very, very good for him. And if the Chiefs win, I mean, it's pretty a, a pretty crazy thing because nobody's went back-to-back since the Patriots in, like, 4 5 I think it was. Yep. So, I, yeah, I'm kind of intrigued. I think this is a good matchup, and the Chiefs' offense is just on a whole other level compared to any other team in pro football. So, yep. I don't know. Uh, speaking of the Chiefs, they ended up uh, – Beating up the Bills, 38-24. to 24. Uh, Josh Allen had 287 yards, two touchdowns and a pick. Patrick Mahomes had 325 yards, three touchdowns. He also had five yards rushing. Josh Allen had 88 yards rushing, but it wasn't enough to uh, seal a victory for him. Uh, McCole Hardman had a 50-yard run for the uh, for Kansas City. Also, Daryl Williams and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire also had a touchdown rushing. Yeah, well, so the thing with this game, so I thought it was going to be a lot closer. I don't know about you. Yeah, I was really hoping it was going to be a lot closer because I picked them to win because I decided that if I was going to lose to you, I was going to lose off of my own accord. Yeah, well, that's fair. Uh, So Kansas City, obviously really good. They're going to start getting hit with some of these salary cap issues in the next year or two. That's okay. But I I, know the Bills are going to be bad. I mean, I... I think they have the cap space. I mean, they got to pay Josh Allen this off season, so who knows how much he's going to get? Probably get as much as Mahomes. I bet ten year contract. No. I, I... no. When's the last Allen's time Buffalo's really had a quarterback as good as Josh Allen? Josh Allen's like the best quarterback Dude, they've ever had it. at this point, and he's only been playing for two years. And Jim Kelly, you got to give some respect here. Jim Kelly, zero respect good. for Jim Kelly. He was a Hall of Fame quarterback and went to four Super Bowls. Did he, he win, win any? One. Did he win any? No, there you came go. close. There you go. I but, see Josh Allen winning it next year. Uh, I'm just saying the Bills are going to be for real next year. I don't know who they're going to add. I don't know how many free agents they have. Um, maybe a receiver. I don't know how their O line is either, though. They may need an offensive lineman. Yeah, well, I think their defense speedy, is fine. If they got another speedy receiver. That put that offense over the top. Yeah, if he's got a rookie that could run like a four three, <laughs> throw him out there. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> he's he's on the outside. Cole Beasley, 
You have nobody to cover you. We're going to get you 150 yards every game. Cole Beasley would be one hell of a slot receiver if they could get a true number two in that, there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If they get a true number two and make Beasley, he's like the slot guy, so he'd be technically the third option, but he's really not the third option. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be scary. I'd agree. But uh, they'll be back next year for sure. Like, oh, yeah. Unless there's some kind of crazy injury that happens or shocking retirement. But, like, the Chiefs, I don't know if they're going to be able to go deep again next year. Like, they got to start paying some players. I think they're going to start losing some of the key players on that team. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen because I don't know when Hill or Kelsey's contracts are up. Mm-hmm. And uh, depending on when those are, it's going to really depend on how they do with salary cap. But I think what's going to actually like implode them is not losing one of those guys, but losing like the like cheap Tyrant players. Matthew. No, no, no. Like losing like the uh, like the role player type of like linemen that they're only paying a few mil here and there that are outperforming their contracts, and then they're going to yeah. replace them with people that aren't as good. And Mahomes is going to do even crazier shit. Well, my whole thing is, so, like, talking about the Chiefs and Bills here, so Josh Allen's the type of guy where I don't think he needs all the money. So I think he's going to take, like, a Tom Brady type of discount for that team to be competitive. See, the thing is, is he's not married to a supermodel. I yet. don't think it matters. I think That's Josh the Allen only reason why the Patriots had their dynasty. You can thank Giselle. It's part of it, sure. But... <laughs> The other thing is with the Patriots, Tom Brady was the lead guy, and when he says, hey, I'm taking a pay cut so we can build a Super Bowl team, I think the rest of the players did. They took a pay cut. I I guess. How much did they pay Randy Moss to play there that year? I don't know. I had to look it up. Patriots salary. $27 million. Yeah, I mean, they bought it. Oh, it was for three years, though. I know, but so, I'm just saying they, they, they went out and got certain players. Probably oh yeah. I, I thought that they got him like for cheap since he kind of had like a down year with the Raiders, but no, yeah, they paid him 9 mil. Back then, 9 mil was a pretty big contract for a wide receiver. <laughs> like, the other thing, too, is they stole Randy Moss for like a mid-round pick from the Raiders because he had that bad year. Yeah. Well, he also didn't want to play but, for the Raiders. <laughs> yeah, can't say I blame him. No, I wouldn't <laughs> want to play for them either. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that both of these teams are for real. The team that I have a big question mark about are the Colts. So they have 22 players that are free agents this year. And they just so lost like, their quarterback. I mean, they have Brissett still, so. No, I don't think they run with him. I think they actually think they'll make a big baller move and get, like, a Matt Stafford or somebody like that. Now, what they if. have to. Hear me out. What if the Bears get Stafford? So they'll never get Stafford because he's at the division. But they, no, I know, but, the, the, to... but like do a, like a three-way trade or whatever, get him there without the Lions realizing it. Well, they've been linked to uh, Deshaun Watson quite a bit. No, no, that's for the Vikings. We don't care about the Bears here. About the Deshaun. The, Vi- the Vikings got all this guaranteed money in Captain Kirk, so they got to hold on. But like, uh... but the Texans are notably really, really bad at trades and you trade Kirk a first round and some defensive player for Deshaun no Bill O'Brien was a terrible GM that's what happened wait 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 I actually I have the trade I have the trade in my head right now so you trade away Kirk you trade away uh, aging Harrison Smith 
and you trade away like a second or third round pick and you get Deshaun. Yeah, good luck with that. I'm just so Harrison Smith is still a top safety in the league. He's aging, but he's still top safety in the league. You get Kirk Cousins. You make them believe that with those two players and that second or third round pick, that they are a competitive team and that they can make a push for the playoffs. Well, here's the other kicker, and I'm sure you know about this. They have no picks. <laughs> no. So the Vikings or any other team, for that matter, can make the craziest trade offer of all time for Sean Watson. It is going to be a lot. And it doesn't matter because he's a no trade clause. Yeah, he, so has he to doesn't want to. Yeah. He doesn't want to go there. He's not going. So like, and he said that the Jets and Dolphins, for whatever reason, are like his top choices. So I, that I don't. Understand Does this man have whatever. a concussion? I, I understand know. the Dolphins, but the Jets. Couldn't tell yet. Like with. Uh, Is he from Northeast? No, he's from Atlanta. So, like, he... <laughs> what the fuck? He likes the hire they made for uh, head coach because they got that 49ers D coordinator. Oh, okay. And, uh, anyway, the uh, whole thing with Deshaun Watson is he wants to go there. He likes the coach. But the Bears would be the better fit I, I think because the Bears could like if they got him they maintain Robinson and that defense and Montgomery they could be a Super Bowl bound team yeah you're you're not wrong yeah I just so think I, that he'd be better in the NFC North personally I think him and Jefferson would have a lot of fun yeah but also I do think I think Kirk caught himself a lot of good grace with the Minnesota Vikings, and especially the roster, when he hit the, the gritty, or whatever it's called, yeah. and uh, looked like a white dad. I think that really uh, helped him out with the locker room and everything. I don't know if he was losing it or not. I'm sure the guy that Kirk is, is it seems like he's a good like locker room guy, and a lot of people would like him. It's just, yeah. he's so much money for what he is, you know? Like... The Vikings are yeah. just so bad at it, too, when it comes to, oh, hey, let's pay this guy so much money. Oh, hey, let's trade all these first-round picks for this guy that's going to be on our bench. It's like, you yeah. got to be right one of these times, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, Deshaun Watson, whenever he gets traded, is probably going to be to a team that we don't guess. It'd be kind of cool if he went to the Falcons. They traded away their first-round pick. They got the... The Texans get the BYU guy. Matt Ryan goes to the Colts or something like that. Gets out of the NFC. Yeah. That way I don't have to worry about him. Yeah. Kind of cool. But who knows? Um, going back to Where the Chiefs. Where do you Chiefs think Stafford's team, going, though? I have no idea, dude. 49ers. Niners, like, go all out. The 49ers would be really, really good for him. It'd be a chance for him to finally make the playoffs. I think he has a lot of potential, too, to be, like, a threat in the playoffs as a quarterback, too. He just never has got the opportunity to because every game he plays, like, he plays really well. Yeah, in the early career, you could say, oh, it's because of Megatron or whatever. But now, like he's doing he has like, Tate. Nothing, like, nothing go against he, Golden Tate, but, like. <laughs> he had Kenny Galladay this year, which helped, but, like. Well, UND alum, obviously. Yeah, but that team, they just haven't surrounded him with, like, anything. Like, they might give him a receiver, maybe two some seasons. But what about the offensive like, line? Above average. What about the defense? Yeah, like, <laughs> they, a, a 
have running back, you know, like they, they just don't address anything. The Lions are notorious for it too. So like, how do you draft yeah. one of the greatest defensive linemen of all time in the Dom Kasu and then let him have such anger management issues that you have to get rid of him? Like there's something wrong with that organization yeah. where that happens. You have uh, Barry Sanders that retires early. You have Calvin Johnson that retires early. Like something's wrong there. You need to figure it out. <laughs> Well, it's ownership. It has been for years. Like, Barry Sanders retired at, like, age 30. Yeah. Calvin Johnson was about the same. And so, they did eventually give uh, Barry back his, like, bonus, but they still haven't given back uh, Johnson that. Yeah. <laughs> like, the well, 20 I, uh, mil or whatever it was. It's like, just give the man his money. Come on. Yeah. I, uh, I, I don't know. He's still been putting up, like, top five numbers most seasons. This year, I think he was top ten. Which, and it's that's fine. It says a it says a lot about his talent, and like he's tougher than hell because like he fights through injuries pretty much every year that are just I mean severe for the Lions back injuries for, for the yeah. Detroit Lions. <laughs> that's I, like playing other... injured for the Browns back like four or five years ago. It's like <laughs> come on, why well, are you doing crazy, this? The crazy part here too is that like they maybe made the playoffs twice since he was drafted twelve years ago. Like that's just stupid. Yeah. He's a top quarter. So, He's an unreal talent. Yeah, so I, I, I just don't know. I, I hope he goes to the Niners just because I think he'd have a legit shot getting to the big one. Yeah, I hope he stays in the NFC. That way he can at least play the uh, the Lions. I want him to see him in the NFC North. That way he can piss-pound them twice a year. But Yeah, pull the old Brett Favre. Yeah, but oh well. Um for the Kansas City uh, receiving Tyreek Hill, nine catches, 172 yards with a 71-yard long, where he got caught from the back. And it was actually very impressed, a very impressive play by the Buffalo Bills defense. I forget who it was. I don't remember if it was one of their corners or safeties. But, like, he caught up to Tyreek Hill and tackled him from behind. Uh, Travis Kelsey had 13 catches for 118 yards, two touchdowns. So uh, those are two big guys. Everyone else not relevant when it comes to receiving. <laughs> uh, yeah. For the Bills, you had Dawson Knox got a touchdown. So did Isaiah McKenzie. And then you had Cole Beasley and Stephon Diggs as the lead receivers. Stephon Diggs at the end of the game didn't walk off the field to go to the locker room. He stayed for the whole like ceremony until uh, Sean McDermott came out and said, hey, you got to get out of here. We got to go to the locker room. Come on. We got to get out of here. So yeah. I can see them coming back very hungry next year and playing very well. They may not go 13-3 yeah, and because it's hard to go 13-3 and back-to-back seasons or do even better than that. But they're going to be a top AFC team next year for sure. Yeah. Well, so what's the stat? Like sixty percent of the teams make it back to the playoffs. Yeah. So I guess what teams do you think don't make it back? I got the Bears obviously at the top of this list, unless they make a big splash move, which they should. So I see the Bears not making it back. Obviously, I don't see Washington making it back. The Saints. I think I see the Saints coming back. I think barely though. I don't think I see them as a two seed, but I see them coming back. Well, the Breeze thing, he isn't officially retired, so I don't know if he's having second thoughts. Because apparently, like, so after that game where they lost to the Bucks in the Divisional, yep. his wife came out and said he was playing with all kinds of other injuries that nobody knew about. Wives always say that, though. No, like like torn like ligaments and shit. I, I thought you said porn there for a second. Yeah, I believe that he had torn ligaments. He broke. Yeah. They said four ribs, and it turned into 47. Like, Yeah, and had a punctured lung. Yeah. And he came back and played. Yeah. Like... So, like, 
He wasn't a hundred. There's no way he was a hundred percent playing in the playoffs. No, I mean I, I like watching Drew Brees play, but I just don't know if he has them for another whole run. Uh, I don't know if I see them getting back. Washington, I'd maybe fight you on a little bit because if they get a quarterback in there, that defense is pretty good and they're pretty young. So like, yeah, but the Cowboys are going to be healthy next year. I, mean, Cow- I don't care. I we know I hate first. the I, I know I hate the Cowboys too. I get it. I get it every. Do you year, remember before Dak went year. down? They were not good. But do you remember what happened after Dak went down towards the second half of the season? How good their defense was. Yeah. They I went from that. the I worst just... defense in the league to like a top ten defense, and that's all you need to make the playoffs is a top ten defense. Yeah, I don't know. It depends on how Dak comes back. I've heard things about Matt Stafford going to Dallas because he's from Texas. Uh, it could see him and... playing there for a year. Well, the thing is, though, if they get him, they have to just give it a big push here on the whole extension with Dak Prescott because you're not going to franchise this guy again. No, but you can extend him for cheaper because he's damaged goods. Yeah, I don't think Dak's <laughs> agent's going to take that. See, here's the thing, though. If I'm Dak, what I do is I get... And so let's say Stafford goes there, right? I don't push for the big long-term contract. I push for like a two-year contract or something like that. Like a prove-it deal? Yeah, like a prove-it deal. Get a two-year contract. Don't play that one year. Spend that extra year. Get your money and recover. And then that next year, go out there and ball out and make an all-time like contract is what I would yeah. do. Because he seems like a guy that wants to play for Texas and Jerry Jones. Yeah. I don't know why, but for some reason, Dallas just – they people love playing for the team that never wins and uh I, he seems like a tex or a cowboy so yeah i'm just looking here i in the afc i don't know if the colts make it back so there's no way they retain all their starters they're gonna lose no there's no way that's too much money uh the dolphins will get in next year probably. do they have did they have to resign buckner or do they have him long term buckner's there I, okay who was it? I think Xavier Rhodes is a free agent, though. Oh, well, Xavier Rhodes isn't that good anyways. He's a little older now. Still pretty good. I mean, they'll probably give him a I mean, he's a good, like, age. physical cornerback, but he gets burnt. Yeah. I don't know about the Ravens and the Browns are kind of iffy. The Steelers are iffy. That, that whole division could be flipped upside down next year. Do you think the Browns get a new quarterback, or do you think they believe in Rudolph? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean, you mean the Steelers? Steelers, sorry, sorry, yeah, Steelers, sorry, not Brown, sorry, I sorry. No, 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 my bad, my bad. Because <laughs> I read something earlier today where some Browns fans are calling for Deshaun Watson to get traded there, and Baker Mayfield basically tweeted, like, quote-unquote, Browns fans. <laughs> <laughs> he should have tweeted out, LOL. Yeah, so, I, I don't know, I think the Browns are back, they got a good coach finally, Baker's playing good, Ravens are iffy, they're always on the bubble, in my opinion. Uh, they always just Pittsburgh. have a dominant defense that they had to hide behind, and this year they didn't really have that dominant of a defense. But they got their first playoff win with Lamar. Yeah, so got over the hump. I mean, Pittsburgh, though, the whole struggle there. So I was reading both parties want to come back. So, like, the Steelers want Roethlisberger back, but they want to get have him take a pay cut. Um, they owe him, like, $40 million he, Yeah, he's not year. worth it. <laughs> so, and he's playing well below what he used to. So that that could have a big detriment on what happens also, with that. To be fair, though, they were also having him throw the ball like 50 times a game, which is not what you need out of him. So that kind of yeah. ruined his numbers too. But yeah, I I don't know. There oh, were a wow. lot of middle middle of the road teams this year that should have been 
um, in there. According to ESPN, the tickets for the Super Bowl are as low as five thousand seven hundred eight dollars. So affordable. Oh man, I guess I won't be going. <laughs> you don't want to take out a loan <laughs> real quick and go see the Bucks and Chiefs? Yeah. Yeah, let me just go get a small business loan. So uh, this is the first year that the uh, Super Bowl will have a home field advantage with the Buccaneers in Florida. It makes sense that it's in Florida since, you know, they can actually have fans there. Yeah. You knew no matter what, they were going to have the Super Bowl somewhere down the south no matter what. Well, this was like booked three years ago. Yeah. No, yeah, but you know if it would have got pushed up to like Minnesota or like Chicago or something like that, that they would have moved it for sure. Yeah, there's, they were going to have some way to get fans in there. Yeah, there's no way that they were not going to have fans there. So, Kansas City are a three-point favorite. I'm assuming you're taking the taking the Bucks, though. You're going with your boy Brady? I'll take the Bucks. yeah. All right, so I got the Chiefs. So, we'll see uh, if I end up getting a 3-4 to four loss or a 5-2 to two loss, you know? Uh, my whole thing we'll is see. you just can't, you can't bet against playoff Tom, you know? Like, I don't care who it is. I mean, the guy dueled out with Peyton Manning for most of his career. Yeah, but Mahomes last year won every playoff game after trailing double digits in each one of I those games. I get that. And this year they haven't done that, and they've just been dominating. Yeah, I I just don't think the Buccaneers take it lying down. I think, as dominant as that Buccaneers defense is, I think they get exposed pretty hard. Oh, yeah, don't get me wrong. Like, this is going to be a tough time just trying to neutralize that offense. But Tampa's got a damn good offense, too. Tampa does. can't underestimate it. But I feel like the Chiefs have more offensive weapons compared to the Bucs. No way, dude. Are you kidding me? These guys have, like, five starting receivers that could easily be number ones or twos on any other team. So they got Evans. Evans, They got Godwin, Godwin. They got Gronk. They got... I, I wouldn't make Miller a starter. I wouldn't make Johnson a starter. They're a good three or four. Okay, Antonio Brown. Okay, Antonio Brown, sure. Connor Brate's a pretty good tight end. I mean, like... He showed up pretty well there. I mean, there. he was wide open in all his routes, but he showed up pretty well. Yeah. But the, well, Chiefs, saying, like, the Chiefs have two receivers that were, like, top three in no, receiving here. Me, I get it. <laughs> and then they also have Ronald Jones and Leonard Fanette in the backfield. That offense is stacked. Like, they have Le'Veon Bell and Clyde Edwards Hilaire. I know, but I'm just saying, like, who are you going to double cover? I mean, you make the same case with the Chiefs, but it's like when you have four or five weapons on the field at one time, a receiver, they are all pretty damn good. I think what you do who are you gonna cover? is you don't double, you don't, like, leave a corner on a certain receiver against the Bucks. I think what you do is you move Matthews over to whichever side Evans is on is what I would do. Yeah, but then Godwin's going to burn you. No, yeah, Godwin's, Godwin's going to burn you. I'll, I'll accept the Godwin over the Evans, though. Because Evans is going to make more one-on-one plays than Godwin is. Godwin's still going to make a lot of plays, don't get me wrong, but Evans is going to make more one-on-one plays. Unless, unless the Chiefs cornerback decides to be a top, both of them decide to be the best corners in the league, but I don't well, see that you happening. You gotta also you gotta also factor in here. So yeah, Bruce Arians coaches this team, but you have Tom freaking Brady who's been here nine times. This is gonna be his tenth in the Super Bowl. The guy knows what he's doing. So like, just I don't know how like the Chiefs are dominant, but I don't know how you can bet against Tom Brady. I uh I will bet that the Chiefs will win, not this Super Bowl. 
but also next year's Super Bowl too. They'll go three peat. No way. I don't think. I don't think a three peat's been done since like the seventies. I'll I'll take them. I'll take them for a three peat in the salary cap league. I'll take them. Yeah, I think the closest. I don't even know if a football team's ever three peat actually. I, like I think the most has ever been done is like three out of four. The Patriots did that. Three peated Super Bowl. Let me find out. The Packers followed an NFL championship by winning their first two Super Bowls as part of a three peat. Hasn't been done in the Whoa. Super Bowl era, but so they won the NFL championship, and then that next year the AFC, AFL joined, and then they won the next two Super Bowls. So technically. The Packers did do it, but not really. Gotcha. But technically, so no team since like 1960. 1960s Packers. Huh, back with what would that have been? Bart Starr? Yeah, this is back in like because the Super Bowl started in the late 60s. Yeah, because what we're so at 55. Been, yeah, so it's been <laughs> damn near 50 years, just shy since we've seen even close like a debated three-peat. Yeah. So, we'll we'll see. Oh, Stephen A. Smith wants to see Bradley Beal on the Clippers. Dude, Stephen A. Smith needs to just shut the fuck up. <laughs> you see that Bradley Beal has lost ten straight games after scoring forty or more points, and he's the first player to ever have that happen to. I believe it. Well, the Wizards just aren't. They never have tried to be good. It's I mean, just kind like of they... the organization, I think. Yeah, I mean, like, Westbrook's a good player, don't get me wrong, but it's kind of hard to have him on a team where he can't be the number one. Yeah. But the only problem is that if he is the number one, your team's not going to be a top team. Yeah, you're not going deep in the playoffs. So, like, it was just a, in my opinion, just a big power struggle there in Houston, which ultimately blew up. And Oklahoma City was kind of a weird deal, because, like, OKC is the only time you can actually make a case that, hey, this guy could actually play second fiddle, kind of, because Durant was there. Yeah. And it kind of worked. They never won a championship, but they went deep a couple times. Yeah, I sent. So, I ended up sending, so that Snapchat that I sent you with the Sports Center saying how oh, how can they yeah. actually be a big three or whatever, I sent that to a couple other people, and everyone had the same response, like, yeah, fuck Brooklyn. Well, then... They're like a self-proclaimed big three right now. They're not even like, self-proclaimed. Literally, ESPN's proclaiming them that. Well, I'm just saying, like, yeah, you got three of the best players in the league. So, yeah, it kind of is a big three, but, like, you got to do something with it. So, like... You have to have them know how to play their roles. The difference with the other big threes is that everyone's always known how to play their role. They're not all trying well, to be the number one guy. It kind of reminds me of the 2012 Lakers, kind of, where they, they were, like, an eight seed that year. Because they had... Kobe, obviously one of the best to play. Dwight Howard, who was still like defensive player of the year, Dwight Howard. Steve Nash at the very tail end of his career. They still had Derek Fisher, I think. They stacked this team up and they were super hyped. And then they just got out there and couldn't do anything. Now just imagine if Chris Paul was there. I know. If they would have had Chris Paul, it might have been different. But they would have won eighty two and oh man. Yeah, Davidson just hates the Lakers for whatever reason. So uh, It's like they've won the most amount of championships out of every team. It's crazy. No, I know, but that was the dumbest thing to ever get blocked. And then you see trades out there for, like, James Harden and some of these other big marquee players. And you're just like, 
how did that actually happen 10 years ago? Yeah. <laughs> Who the hell knows, man? But So, I, uh, I don't know. All right. By the way, sorry. quick question. Yep. Is the NBA allowing fans to go to games now? Like, I know in California, obviously. Miami not, Heat states. are. The Miami Heat are. They have uh, COVID-sniffing dogs. <laughs> yeah, I read about that. I don't know how good they are. I don't know how bad they are. I haven't looked that deep into it, but it sounds as ridiculous as it is. Well, it sounds like the equivalent of getting a blind person to try to find coke. Like, how the hell can a dog smell <laughs> a virus? <laughs> it's it's not. I, I don't know. Like, what did they just smell like like mucus? And they're like, oh, he has a runny nose. He must have COVID. Like, I I don't like how. I don't understand. I, I don't get it. Ask Pat Riley. Does a dog smell COVID? Here's what science has to say. Back in November 2020, canines seem to detect coronavirus infections with remarkable accuracy, but researchers say large-scale studies are needed. That was back in November, so I'm sure they've had it. Hmm. Uh, place PCR machine promises. Could be very promising. I don't understand. What are they smelling? Couldn't tell you. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. Anyways, whatever. Um, we're sitting at about 45 minutes. I think that's good enough. Close enough to an hour. All right, Tiger. I'll uh, end the recording there. So uh, I'll, I'll see you. All right, later.